0: and hello everybody it is Tom Chenault it's the network marketing leadership show and I've got my little buddy Adrian here today because we are dealing with a man with intense intellect and we could not have me doing it by myself could have me for lunch where do you meet a man in your life six foot six solid rock former former this guy I know when you see him you're gonna think football player but he was a lacrosse player Which is always just shocking to me until you see him on screen because he's also wearing a what's he call that peach salmon shirt. Salmon. So oh, it's got to take a lot of self confidence to be six foot six and wear a salmon shirt and be a lacrosse player. So with that, I say to you, hello, David Rutz. How are you?
1: <laughs> well, hello, Tom Sinnault, Adrian Sinnault. I'm doing fabulous. You. And I appreciate I appreciate the kind words about my uh, dazzling uh, salmon. Well, yeah. Uh, Tommy Bahamas, yes.
0: I've always been a man of a great, great, great style. And one of my role models and one of my mentors, ever since I met you the very first time in Detroit, Michigan, and I was in absolutely infatuated with everything about you. I've never met a guy with more power, with more, you know, you just have it all. And I wanted you on this show for a very, very long time. I've finally happy after many invitations you finally took me up on it and it's great don't you love him
2: i absolutely love him and yeah this is really really exciting somebody who just brings the rain all the time so david good to have you on today buddy
1: well thank you it's an honor to be here it really is i love your show i love what you do for the industry and it's an honor to be invited and uh, i don't think i've turned you down once
0: here's the so deal maybe i lied about that but that's called the tom tom tall tale I always, for the record, everyone needs to know, I always reinvent history to make myself the hero. So to know that, we'll let you know that more stories I tell you have a modicum of truth, but not much. But going back to David Rutz, David, you were a big corporate America guy, big background, University of Michigan business school. I mean, you have been. Absolutely, the the guy that should have never been in network marketing. How on earth did you end up in this crazy business of ours?
1: Well, it's interesting. First of all, I love this industry, and um, you know, when I was in the corporate world, I always wanted to be a business owner, like probably a lot of people that are in our industry. Always wanted to be a business owner, and uh, tried little businesses as a middle schooler. You know, whether it was shoveling snow or cutting lawns or selling oil at the gas station just coming up with something to try to be a business owner and test that test those waters never really feeling comfortable but always wanting to do it um after college you know i I decided i wanted to go to business school after watching wall street you know and i said i wanted to be a businessman and and i went to business school uh didn't do well in high school uh so in high school i barely i won't say i barely graduated but i was not a Michigan candidate let's just say um, and I kind of screwed around my senior year in high school and had a lot of fun sailing and doing those type of things so uh, I had to buckle down in junior college and, and, and do very well in junior college to transfer into Michigan um, so when I graduated business school I was fortunate I had some job offers and I took some and I was I was on that company ladder and I, wa- I was excited to be on it Um, But after being on it a little while, I was with a company called Arthur Anderson, now called Accenture, Anderson Consulting then. I was a business consultant. And um, after being with them for a little while, I realized I wasn't real happy. And General Motors had given me an offer as well out of college, and I'd worked with them through my college years. So I ran into my boss one day. He said, come on back. I go back uh, to General Motors because I thought it was the company. And I realized shortly after being at General Motors, I just do not love this thing called corporate America I felt too confined the cubicle wasn't just a physical place I sat it was a mental place I sat in and like many people in industry we had this desire to get out Uh, so I started picking up newspapers and started looking for newspapers I've never one time in 30 years now that I've been in network marketing full time well since 1991 29 years I've never been recruited and it was a me calling a newspaper ad that got me into this industry and I I fell in love with it um, and fortunately I was in some great training systems that taught me what to do. I didn't have to guess and uh, it was successful. I built a a pretty good team, great leaders in the team because of the system and it got me out of the, it gave me the option and when I had the option, the cubicle in my mind called corporate America was easily erased and I resigned and left into the, the network marketing world. That was in 1991.
0: So that's about the same story as you pretty darn similar.
2: Yeah. And it really is remarkable. You know, I, I, I stuck it out a little bit longer. I think I tried harder to convince myself that that was what I really wanted out of my life. And you get on the other side of it and you taste the, you know, the freedom that comes with controlling your own destiny, even before you really see the fruits of it. And you know, I, I have said many a time this better work because I I could never go back. So I have to, you know, this has to be successful because there is just something remarkable about the freedom in here that comes from knowing that you're the master of your destiny. And doesn't mean that it's not a ton of work. It's probably more work. Doesn't mean that it's not really hard. It's probably harder, but it's so much better and more rewarding. Don't you think? Amen.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
0: I'm going somewhere with this so both of you guys were on the trajectory up the ladder and neither one of you were a couple of losers that fell off the ladder and you had to land somewhere like I did you know I fell off the ladder and or the wagon whichever one you want to call but I fell and I'm laying down there in the gutter and I had no place to go I had to climb up that ladder over here because the ladder over there was no longer an option but that isn't you two guys but As we're in this COVID position right now, with all these guys that have absolutely banked Mm -hmm. entire life on their education, on their resume, on their job, on their title at the company, all of it's now ripped out. And we're all standing, so to speak, naked in our houses trying to figure out what the hell we're gonna do next. And most of them are still looking at this profession like it's a terrible idea. And I'm counting on you two guys to tell these people that you gotta suspend your cynicism, resignation, and probably your despair, and look at this profession for what it is, and that's why I wanted you two very bright, accomplished guys to talk about it because this isn't for the beat up, this is for the fed up. Take it away.
1: Well, I would I would just say this, and, and Tom, thank you for the kind words again, and um, I know Adrian is is. Um, both feet are in, as both feet are in for me. And I know obviously you as well, Tom, anyone watching this who you're, if you're on that fence, um, you know, when you, when you think about, I, I go back to one of your guests, Tom, Robert Kiyosaki, yeah. um, the great cash flow quadrants. And uh, he's got another book called The Business School. And if you, if you just flip through that and you see the, the cash flow quadrants and business owners versus uh, employee and self-employed and investor and all that great thing. If you don't know that any, Listeners get that book Cash Flow Quadrants and read it; it's fabulous. Or watch Tom's interview with him. But one of the things that we took from that that I took from that and it, and 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 I was already following it before I read the book because I had like I said I had great mentors in this industry some of the greatest mentors for business success are in the network marketing industry you don't make it to the top of a pay plan without learning how to lead a team effectively and you can get to the top of the corporate world with politics but you can't get to the top of the the network marketing world with politics you have to earn your way there your computer does your promotion so a lot of great leaders in our industry and I had some but one of the things they said Way back then was quit focusing on your income and start focusing on creating an income-producing asset that you can have in case something happens to you, in case something happens to the company, in case something happens to your ability to work. Um, and so, I think that the greatest thing about network marketing, it allows us. There's no better way that I'm aware of for someone who doesn't have millions to invest in real estate or millions to buy a business, uh, they can they can create an Asset that's making them money every month. There's no better way than network marketing, and that's what I believed in when I was at General Motors. So I had friends. Most of my friends said that's ridiculous, David. You're getting in a pyramid thing. You're—they're all immature, 25-year-olds. They didn't know what they were talking about. Nothing wrong with being 25, but they didn't know our industry. They called it a pyramid, this or you're getting into direct sales. You're a finance guy, and you're getting into this. You're a that, and they didn't come along for the ride. But I believed in that income-producing asset thing. It made sense sense to me that we're not getting someone into something. We're distributing products. It made sense to me that McDonald's distributes products, but their ultimate product is a business opportunity that they're selling to business owners. And I said, I'm the same thing. It doesn't matter if I'm marketing a nutrition supplement, a service, a water filter, or if I'm marketing a hamburger, we're doing the same thing. We're building distribution outlets. And as soon as my mind switched, Tom, Adrian, to business ownership, Building an income producing asset in massive distribution, I wasn't worried about my rank name. I wasn't worried about my volume in my organization this month. It was how can I build the distribution network nationwide and how do I expand and fortify my team to do that? And then all the, the naysayers, the naysayers were quieter than the, the nitty gritty reasons why I wanted to. And as long as those nitty gritty reasons why I wanted to are higher than the naysayers, then I would keep it, I'd stick it out. Most people, unfortunately, it's the balance is down here. The naysayers' voices are much larger than the, the, nitty, ditty, the nitty gritty reasons why they should.
0: So one thing that network marketing people do, they, and the guy just said earlier that we talked to, MLM breath. You know, where we're trained to throw up on everybody that we meet. And then guys like you coming from corporate America with business degrees and things like that, you want no part of being that kind of person. and. Right. What, What I love about you guys is that you're network marketing professionals and you're taking those skill sets that you learn in the world and you're saying, okay, here is a product delivery system that is massively efficient, done right. And what I love about what you're doing, David, with the services and the things that you're bringing out into the world are you're taking basically the cubicle out of the cubicle and you're letting people have that same upside with some fun and Inside of that, they're still doing the same thing that they learned in business school. They're just working for themselves instead of somebody that's got a different agenda than they do. And so what I want you to get across to people is it's time for them to take their destiny into their own hands and jump in the foxhole with you.
1: Absolutely. You know, obviously, there's a comfort level that you need to have to believe in what you're doing. Right. As Jim Rohn said, find something good to say, say it well and say it often. And finding something good to say is find the company that you believe in the product so much that you feel people need to have them, not just because of the money you make, but because of the benefit they're going to have on that product or that service. Get that passion. So when we say find something good to say, it, it goes beyond just know what to say, know how to say it, learn the scripts that's not what jim Rohn meant and that's not what i mean or anyone else who's who does this for a living what they mean is find something you can believe in share what you believe in and you'll attract those who believe what you believe and it doesn't have to be this company or that company it's the company you believe in it's the company you want to get customers for if you don't have a product or a service that you don't mind getting a hundred customers for then you're not in the right company if you don't believe enough in getting a hundred customers then you're not in the right company because you don't believe in the product enough to then lead your team well, to be the example of, it. we are in the business of marketing products and services first and building a team who does it second. And if we can build a team of customer base, as an example, we're going to attract those who do the same. It's a heck of a lot easier to retain a, a nice paycheck on a group of customer gatherers than it is on a bunch of distributor buyers.
0: All right, let's take a break. This is the Genesis Communication Network. Thank you, Ted Anderson. I love you for keeping us on the air all these years. We're coming back right after this. Ted hey, Anderson, love the guy. It's the commercial.
2: awesome. Good job, David.
0: Yeah, you killed it.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: So this commercial, we're still live. So the only difference yeah, the commercial and the show is you can swear. So take it away. <laughs>
2: David doesn't swear. Really
1: really quick. I I have a question. The only time I swear is if I'm in a Tesla and a guy doesn't tell me he's about to go ludicrous mode. And I don't realize I swear until it's coming out.
0: bad he cussed, and he doesn't cuss. uh,
2: He's like you. He's a very spiritual and religious man. Go ahead. (laughs) So quick aside, because this deserves to be acknowledged on the air, Richard Brooks won the comment award with, drunks should probably not climb ladders. (laughs) (laughs) Good
0: boy, Brooke. That's
2: that's exactly right, man. I fell off that baby hard more than once. (laughs) So David, you know, one of the things, I love a lot of things about you, but man, you are a leader that rolls up his sleeves. And I love the way you do that. And we've had some great conversations about contact mapping and what you're doing inside of the business that you're building, both from a corporate perspective, as well as you, you know, you're still in the trenches, building yourself, you know, leading by example. Talk about how you train people to go out there and, you know, really pound the pavement and how important follow-up is in that equation.
1: Well, the, for the most, as I just said, as we came to break, I'm, a, I'm of the belief that for network marketers to make it, it's a different world than it was 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I believe, with Amazon and all the other direct-to-consumer models. It's easy to, for a manufacturer now to take a product to consumers without a network marketer. In the past, that you couldn't do that. Now, you don't need a network marketer anymore. You don't need the organization. So we now are serving a purpose that is unique. And that uniqueness is to be able to be the, the review. It's better to have a live review than a, than an online review. If I can be talking with a friend live and sharing what I believe about the service, that's going to go a long way uh, more than anything else. With contact mapping or any follow-up system, and I happen to love and use contact mapping, it's easy to forget. I mean, follow-up is the. It's probably the most important thing. We'd all say that. But it's the easiest thing to forget or bypass or let go just from you know, overlooking it. And so I say... Uh, having a customer base, we call it a client relationship sheet, or a client relationship log. And we we were constantly looking at how many clients we're adding to it, how we're following up through it, and how we're maturing them into active customer status. And while all of while in that process, they're in the soil, and we're tending to that soil, we plant the seeds, they're on our sheets, they're in our contact mapping, we've mapped them. And now we're tending to that soil. And eventually that soil, that seed becomes a happy customer not because we make them because they see what's in it for them and it's the right fit if it's not the right fit then we, we don't do business with them but assuming it's going to be the right fit follow-up is obviously the key because very few are at the on a scale of one to ten buying scale very few are at eight or nine looking for our product most of them are in the three four five and it's us educating them and bringing them along so that when they become
2: an eight nine10 they know where to look you need to hire him. He is good, man. He is really, really good. So go to contactmapping.com. You can get the app completely for free, no credit card required. Get in there and see what we're talking about because everything David just said is 100% congruent with what contact mapping can help you to do. You can try it totally risk-free. And when you fall in love with us, you're going to want to be on the premium plan because it's that good. But thank you. That was really very well said.
0: Go see if Taylor Worries downloaded it. So here we go. We're coming back. Okay, so wait a sec. We're coming back. And we're back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. It's Tom Chenault. It's Marianne Niehaus. It's Adrian Chenault. And we're with the great David Rutz. I'm telling you people, if you don't know who he was, go find him on Facebook. His wife is a professional Christian comedian, if anything like that even exists in the world. And she is beautiful. She is funny. She is smart. And she's so doggone funny that you forget the depth of her message, which is so big and so spiritual that you cannot believe it. Have you ever watched her? I haven't. I, I, is there a way I can watch her online? I want to see. Oh, everywhere. And they've got God, okay. not only that. I can't believe I didn't. Sorry, I didn't share it with you, David. Sorry, Marla. But the fact of the matter is, is that David built a comedy club in his basement for no his wife because that. he so loves her cool. that much. And you know what? I just respect the heck out of that. And so he's got like 40 kids. He's got kids working with him. I mean, the guy is unbelievable, especially for a man. And you know who also wears salmon a lot? Who? Brooke. That's true. So weird. Who wears salmon? It just makes your face blend in. Okay,
1: go ahead, David. So let's talk about- That's perfect, you're beautiful. Well, thank you. Hey, uh, by the way, my that comedy club in the basement, my wife built that. She was inspired by it. I didn't do anything to it except paint some molding. So I uh, give her all the credit. But thanks for the kind words about her. And Brooke, if you're watching, Sam and I, I love it. Um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's he's yeah. what he does, what Brooke does every week is he listens. In fact, I tried to do it to him last week and I ended up getting an autoresponder because he finally had a really cool guest. And so, I, as soon as I saw the guest, was, he announced he was going to have the guest. So, I wrote the guest a note and said, hey, you should come on my show because I was trying to get the guy on my show faster than Brooke had him on his just to piss him off but it didn't work out. And the guy sent me an autoresponder and said, welcome to the list of people wanting to interview me. I don't think you make the cut. Why don't you get some more listeners or something like that? So I totally got brooked again twice, but I'm telling you one thing right now that's okay with me because I love Brooke. I love David Rutz. I love this profession. It is absolutely no scarcity. Everybody wins, but I want to go back to network marketing and why you're doing what you're doing, David, because you're, you're really creating an unbelievable space for professionals to jump in where they can feel comfortable doing what they're already familiar with. You have focused your life primarily on services, important services like business capital loans and maybe credit card processing. And I walked into the coffee shop the other day and flipped your credit card processing line on the lady and she ate it hook, line and sinker. So I know it works and I'm in awe of you because you're giving professionals a lot easier interest, uh, entry into becoming a network marketing professional, and that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. You know, one of the things, what, about 15 years ago, maybe a little longer, I received a call from a guy who I ran into him. He was one of my wife's coworkers. And he was getting involved in network marketing, not our company, and uh, I ran into him about six months later. I said, hey, how you been? And how's, he goes, uh, doing great. I'm making 10 grand a month. And I said, "You're making ten grand a month after six months." And he said, "Yeah." And immediately my head started going, "Okay, I've heard that a million times. Let's let's do a little digging." I said, "Really? You got a nice team growing?" He goes, "No, I don't have a team." I said, "You don't have a team and you're making ten thousand dollars a month?" And he said, "Yeah, I love the product. I've got three hundred and seventy customers." And I said, "That's awesome." And he really was making ten grand a month from personal customers alone. He still is. It's been 15 years, it's a little higher. And so it's interesting because he wasn't in it to build a team. He says, I'm a professional. I don't want to build an organization. I just want, I love the product. I want to promote it. I never lost sight of that vision in my head of what if we could get everyone to think like him and get a bunch of customers? Well, you, we all know in network marketing, it's very difficult. It's not difficult, but the, one of the challenges, people building teams and coaching that team and helping that team be a productive, revenue-producing organization. And so I've always wanted to create a product line that someone could make full-time income just by marketing the product or service without having to build a team yet allow them to build a team so that's where the business services came from is there's a lot of people who join our business to market our business services because they can make full-time money just by marketing the services They're business services b2b services so there's a, a larger ticket item there's you know a business loan one loan could be a full-time lo- living just like a mortgage or a real estate you know there's larger items so uh, it's not a 30 dollar item that may only pay seven or eight bucks nothing wrong with that But that gentleman I told you about, he had done it that way, right? So there's ways to do it business services or consumer products. I mean, literally, when I was involved with ACN years ago, I had a contest that I had to reach a certain level, and I needed 680 customers between Thursday and Monday. I called a buddy, and we, the two of us went out, and we got 680 customers personally in those four days, and, and nobody believes it except the guys at corporate ACN because we gave them all the orders, and the reason was we just sat out there and talked to clients at the phone company coming to pay their bill. We knew we could do it. It's a matter of flipping the switch and staying until you get it done. Everyone watching this who wants to be full-time in network marketing, you can do it through an organization. Yeah, you can hope. And you can impact and you can promote and you can lead and all that and make an impact, but you can guarantee it immediately by customers alone getting out there and getting hundreds of customers. Most don't want to do it, but you can do it. You drive Uber 50 hours a week to make two grand a week, or you can go get customers after customers after customers after customers for a year and make 50 grand a year on your personal customers alone and build a group. Business services just make it a lot easier. When you're dropping people
0: right where they want to be, which I'm completely, in in agreement with and teaching people to embrace the network marketing model is what we're going to talk about after the break because these people are consummate professionals at it and I wanna I want to talk about that so again we're we are the network marketing leadership show thank you Ted Anderson yet one more time I appreciate you keeping us on and please don't kick us off the air because we love you we'll be back right after this it's the network marketing leadership show and we're back we're back all right so wow. oh yeah watch brooke he's chipping in he's gonna expect a call like tomorrow uh <laughs> hey david do you want to be on my show so we'll just put your phone number up and save him the aggravation of trying to track you down what's up adrian
2: oh it's so awesome i love it and the you know i i think that this is i i love the the, the framework that you brought to this conversation because that's it. You can go and you can create leverage by building a team. You can also create leverage by finding a product that's a high enough ticket item that individual sales make sense and that has a repeat buy because it's a business to business. You know, It's a business consumable. It's a business expense to your client. And you can do that either way. And whichever way you do it, the answer to your problem is to go talk to more people. And so that's, that's what it ultimately comes down to. Right, David?
1: Yeah, and, and you know, I it's, I go back to forget the business service segment. that's my passion, that's where we are, but let's look at anyone who's listening, who's selling, let's say it's a meal replacement shake, they cost 60 bucks, and the retail profit on it's 20. Go get 500 customers, you're making 10 grand a month. Well, how do I get 500 customers? You just, nobody, I know, I didn't want to do it either. Nobody wants to do that, but they also want to make six figures without having to uh, make, you know, the, you can, you can do it personally by going to get the customers and you get the customers to get the customers. That gentleman my wife worked with, that's what he did. And he still benefits. Now his team, what do you think they believe? They can build a business where they can make 10 grand a month just by getting customers. He's got people making 800 a month on their customers, 1500 a month on their customers. He's an example. You don't recruit thousands who want to do that, but you don't need thousands when you've got it. So it's a little different model. I was raised in the do your minimum personal production and build a massive team of leaders who do their minimum personal production look how much volume you can do and it works, but also so does uh, guaranteeing your income by getting the customers yourself, love a product, promote a product. So absolutely.
2: That's right. And okay. however you do it, you got to have a system that's going to keep you organized as a professional, because when you do that now you're, you know, these things don't, you know, however much they love the meal replacement shake, they're not just gonna, the the likelihood that they're gonna order that every single month for the rest of their life if you never call them again is not that high. But if you have a system and you show up as a professional at work building your business, whether you do it an hour a week, whether you do it five hours a week, 10 hours a week, or a 100 hours a week, if you show up as a professional and you put a system in place so you make sure you actually continue to follow up with people, you thank your customers when they order from you, you check on them if they don't order from you and they should have because they did it you know, six months in a row and then they stopped. That's how you do it, but you have to have that system. And that's really, I mean, that's what contact mapping is and was for you, that's, that's what led to your success, right?
0: all I am is really good at interviewing people documenting that interview and then following up on all the documentation with touches about their life and as those conversations go on openings occur where I can sell them something they told me they want to buy that's all I've been good at I never make anybody mad I absolutely am death. I'm a closet introvert and I'm insecure as hell. So I'm deathly afraid of rejection. So I swear to God, I would have never, ever, ever gone on a date with my wife if she would have if she hadn't gotten completely tired of me stalking her and finally said, let's go out because I was so afraid she was going to say no because I was much older and much this and much that. So I have designed this system to avoid rejection by finding out what people want to buy and finding out what they don't want to buy and waiting a couple of days and selling them what they said they wanted to buy and not bringing up what they said they didn't want to buy and my success rate is like 100%. And that's what I want for all of you. Is that, are we, out, are we back on the air? Is that why you're pointing just at the that, clock? Yes. Yeah, that All one right, one. so you gotta go to contactmapping.com and you gotta, or, or just go get this app because I'm telling you, we're gonna change your life and we're gonna make you a better human being. Forget business. How about being a better human being? We can show you how to do that. We'll be back right after this. Very good commercial. And we're back. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault, and the one and only Salmon Attired David Rutz. And this guy is a rock star. Not only does he understand business, he understands embracing the model and network marketing. And he believes, like I believe, that this is the greatest profession in the world. And if it's not getting done right, you have to do it yourself to get it done right. Because if you're waiting for somebody to make your life easier in this business, it's probably never going to happen. So you build it the way you want to be to be successful. And I've watched you do that, David, from marketing to leadership to training. I'm telling you, if I don't see you 10 times a day doing a different like job, I it's unbelievable. World, Look at right? that. I'm, I love right. myself so much, I'm listening to me. <laughs> So it's unbelievable. So anyway, I don't know why the volume just turned on. But the fact of the matter is, everybody, you want to learn from this guy. Back to David Rutz, back to the embracing the network marketing model. What's that all about for you, David? Is that what you try to do with your people?
1: Absolutely. You know, again, it comes. I I like to reduce it to the ridiculous that is, do you believe in what you have? Then learn how to share it, share it well, and share it often. And that comes down to the income opportunity as well. And it doesn't matter if you look at your, again, if you were, in, if you were recruited to work for McDonald's marketing their franchise, you're going to learn what's great about it. The system's great. The profit's great. The product's great. The research and development's great. You're going to learn how to tell that story. Or you believe McDonald's is bad for people and you could never market McDonald's franchise. So. You know, it's when you believe in what you have, it doesn't matter how great I think the business is or Tom or Adrian does or McDonald's corporate does. If you believe McDonald's food is bad for people, you can't sell the franchisees. And guess what? If you don't believe your product is amazing for people or your service, it's gonna be hard to build a network of distributors. But when you do, could you stop anyone from promoting something they believe in? You don't have to pay them when they believe in it. So I believe the industry of network marketing When owners get that they have to have an internal reality that is unique, so that the the outside perception is you know is what we make of it, but the internal reality better be amazing. And if the internal reality is amazing, then it's the job of all the representatives to make sure the outside perception matches that. And when those two things come together, you have momentum in a company. You can have a great outside perception with a horrible internal reality and grow and slow and then. or you can have a great inside reality and a horrible outside perception and grow slow it's when those two come together so our job as network marketers is to identify companies that we personally believe in the inside the internal reality of what it is and then we get behind it with everything we got to make sure that outside perception the stories we're telling we tell them well and we tell them often that's all network marketing is in my opinion
0: that's exactly what it is and where I want to get to is what's it take for you to be successful at network marketing? Cause I guarantee you there's some issue with your company. You don't agree with, they don't do something right. And it's going to take all you got. Cause if you're waiting for your company, you're late. If you're waiting for your upline, you're late. The only thing that you can do is unbelievably personally develop yourself and do that rigorous self inquiry where people you know and I look at every conversation I have with people and I if there's a breakdown why don't they love me why don't they trust me why don't they feel safe with me why don't they feel they belong with me that's the criteria because I'm telling you if you've got all four of those people are gonna follow you anywhere And if you don't have all four of those, it's not about the product or the comp plan. It's about you and your relationship with them. And that's where the work comes from, is fixing that. So you've got this tribe of absolute magicians that want to build something giant inside of your and their congruent vision. And what you've done, David Rutz, at a level I cannot believe is that. And I just, I want to acknowledge and thank you for that.
1: Well, thank you. And you know, Jim Rohn always said, you can blame the government, you can blame the economy, you can blame the direction of the winds, you can blame the, the seas, you can blame all that. That's the convenient thing to do. Uh, but unfortunately, that isn't the reality of what's at the what's at, uh, at fault or at the base, of, at the root of whether we're making it or not making it in life. The good news is our size of our bank account is not predicated by our smarts or our talent. Uh, but sometimes our excuses and our reasons why we're not making it um, are influenced by the company, the brochure, the website, the website not working right. All those things influence us. And Like Jim Rohn says, you can't change the direction of the winds, but you can reset your sales. And it's all of us resetting our sales daily because we commun- everything around us changes. Well, how do you learn to reset your sales? It's all personal growth, like Tom said we got to change inside so that we're not affected as much by the outside change inside so we're not affected as much by the outside because any business ownership doesn't matter network marketing or not i've owned businesses traditional i've owned network marketing they're identical identical as far as the challenges you're going to have the difference is it's a lot easier to build and sustain a network marketing organization than a traditional company that's
2: totally right and you know this is we're in this grand experiment right now right where everybody you know you you want to talk about the winds going in a direction that nobody saw coming 2020 is that year and yeah there's a lot of people out there that you know maybe i i we were we talked to a guy named jerry colonna earlier today who was talking about how you know we all there was this illusion that the world is sort of fixed in a certain way and all these things that we all thought we could hang our hat on about the stability of the world and the stability of all these environments and systems around us are turning out not to have been so set in stone as we thought before. And a lot of people are waking up to the fact that they they have a choice to make about how they're gonna respond when reality doesn't cooperate with you know what they thought was gonna happen. And we have, I think, an incredible this is an incredible moment for network marketing professionals to talk to people about you who maybe never would have considered this profession in the past, because, you know, things were too stable and too certain in on the other side of the fence. And now that that certainty is not there anymore, this, this becomes a much more attractive conversation. Don't you think?
1: Absolutely. I, I, all along, you know, this just proves right. When there's big layoffs or when the economy takes a dive, people jump in their industry more. Uh, because when the industry, when the economy is going rough, usually our companies do well. You know, uh, we're really recession-proof. I would, I would just say, you know, for anyone who's on that fence or thinking about it, or they're already in but maybe they're not giving it everything. They're, they're like Tom said, he was uncomfortable approaching Denise. I was, I'm never comfortable. Uh, interrupting someone about my business, that's never comfortable, but I've gotten comfortable with the benefit of me doing that for them, what they're gonna get out of this interruption, I'll interrupt them, and I'll do it politely and kindly, like Tom says, we'll have a discussion, uh, because I know in the end, my heart really does wanna help them. But if you're thinking about this, there's a lot of people in our industry uh, that have, unfortunately have caused some people to not look highly at our industry, but that doesn't matter what business you're in that, that exists, but it doesn't matter about that. That's the wind out there. That's again, grow inside. That outside stuff doesn't matter as much, but take from that knowledge and wisdom as you go forward out there, knowing that you're not in a thing where you get people into a thing who get people into a thing who get people into a thing. That should be ridiculed. You are in a business where you've got a supplier called your company that's done research and development to create some of the finest products or services on the planet. And they're going to spend money, millions of dollars on operations and facilities and employees as your supplier. And all you get to do is learn about the product and service enough to say, I'm going to build a darn good distribution network. Of people who are going to take from our supplier, our company, and promote it through our network of distributors, just like McDonald's did. Everyone goes, Oh, I wish I could be Ray Kroc, the McDonald's brothers, man. They're the ones who started it. Ray Kroc took from a supplier called McDonald's and turned it into what we all know as McDonald's. You get to be Ray Kroc, Wow. But you can't become Ray Kroc thinking like I'm just going to get a few, who get a few, who get a few. You got to look at it and say, how do I get this product? How do I make a massive impact with this product? I got to create a simple system of promoting these products and recruiting other people who learn how to promote these products and recruit other people. And then lead that group. Let the supplier take care of supply. Your corporate take care of all that. You take care of inspiring, encouraging, motivating, and training, and the rest is history.
0: And all of you can do that. And I think about it. A- I walk in restaurants all the time and the waitress just walks up and snarls at me. And I, it just blows my mind to get to walk into a restaurant as a waiter or a waitress, you have no responsibility except take my order, deliver my food, smile at me, and you get paid 20% minimum. And you get to walk away a restaurant owner didn't make that much money and he's got all the problems that go along with it. It's almost the same as network marketing. Here you walk in, you give them your money. Those poor people that own your company have all this stuff they got to worry about. You are just in charge of the point of sale and you get to walk in for 500 bucks or whatever it costs to join your business and actually control your destiny and do it the best you can to compete with everybody else that's probably doing it poorly it's the opportunity of a lifetime and the biggest question is are you up to it and the reason I think that corporate America people and Adrian's going to get pissed off at me right now The reason I think that corporate America people hate it so bad is because they suck at it. and The reason (laughs) they suck at it is because they've been so used to standing on other people's heads to climb the ladder and now they're in a business where they got to pull everybody up with them and it's so opposite what they've ever done, they usually fail and blame somebody. Cause you don't get to slit somebody's throat you gotta make everybody better and that's a that's a whole new thought process so that's my rant on that <laughs> you, you had me okay at
2: most corporate people suck on it slitting throats and standing on heads maybe i'm not i had to do it as, i had to do it maybe man. I, but i you know the the carnal of truth in that is man it is hard you know it's hard i i led a big team in a corporate America job and it's hard enough to lead to lead people when you can fire them if they don't do what you want them to do you can't fire anybody in network marketing so you really have to lead and motivate people and that is not an easy skill to acquire on a high level and it often requires some unlearning of things that you learned along the way in the corporate world in my case certainly and but it's also once you once you get into it man it's the it's you know so my job is to make these people have fun and appreciate them and love them. Like, you know.
0: Kind of like the Bible says, <laughs> what a <laughs> concept, what a concept.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. no, it's, it's an amazing deal. So I.
1: I <laughs> you know, the, the, the pride of the corporate world when I came out of it, I, it took me, because one, I, I was ignorant to what some may say. And then when I started hearing this pyramid thing and it was my pride took a hit first. But then again, I had to set that aside because the reason why mattered more than the naysayers. But what's what's interesting, Adrian Tom, is um, in the corporate world, there's only so many slots, right? So we're all competing to that same traffic jam. We're all competing for that. And in this world, you don't get to the top without having people go to a rank first. And you're better off if they pass you and go to other ranks, right? But I think that one of the interesting things about this is I got friends who build their fantasy football teams and they recruit the best people. And there's, there's many people watching us during the day, drafting teams. You get to build your own roster in your network marketing company, the finest people out there. There's nothing that says you got to recruit a bunch of people who are lazy. I don't want to recruit lazy people. There's nothing that says build a team of people who don't want to do it and motivate them. There's nothing it says to do that. What it says is find people who are hungry, who have those nitty-gritty reasons why they want it, who believe also like you believe and encourage the heck out of them and build a roster of performers. And that's what we're all trying to achieve. So we're always in the recruiting world, not because we're trying to get people in to make a check on them. It's because we're we're always looking to find people to give this amazing opportunity to. And that's the roster you can build. So draft that type fantasy team rather than that football team.
0: You're right, we gotta take a break, otherwise Ted Anderson's gonna fire me. We'll be back right after this. Hello, Adrian. Hello, we're back. Wow. Okay, so who's that Jim Packard guy? He wrote a book. I saw it on your desk. Yeah, yeah. He autographed
2: it because he sent me one, I and I lost it, yes. and you needed
0: to read it, but he's going to be on the show soon. Yeah,
2: so he's the he wrote a book called The Consistency Chain. He's coming up next week, and he's watching to this week, which is pretty cool. Trying to figure out how
0: to how bad it's going to be, and we're going to rip his face off. He doesn't know that. It'll be fun. <laughs> just like David's.
2: We'll mock him somehow. That's, you know, we're just good guys. Mockers. Mockers. <laughs> so so we what, one other thing I want to talk a little bit about is community because that's something that we are hugely focused on with contact mapping right now and you know this this sense of you know you put together that fantasy football team and it's a real team right we're building a tribe together and sometimes when you're earlier on in your network marketing career or you know you got whatever going on sometimes it's really valuable to have a community that you can plug into that's maybe outside of your company where you can get filled up and you can get ready to go and really contribute and to be that leader there that mm. mm. you can get inspired and you can you know, be vulnerable about what is challenging you without having worrying about whether people are going to talk in your company or whatever that is. And so we have created this new community inside of Contact Mapping. It lives outside of Facebook on a thing called Mighty Networks. And it is super, super cool. And we just launched it this week. The, the heartbeat of this thing, I get, a, I get a notification. We have a Slack channel where we get notifications. And this thing is just, there's a heartbeat. It's of on fire talking to each other and bonding together that far exceeded my wildest dreams. And so you wanna be in there. Uh, There's a a section of it that is free and open to everybody. There's a section of it that's only available to our premium members. But if you go to community.contactmapping.com, you can jump in there and join us. And man, the stuff that is happening in that space is really, really
0: cool. We We interviewed this guy named Jerry Colano today and he wrote this book called reboot and he is the mentor to all these fortune five fortune 50 executives he's the coach to all these people including brad feld here in longmont who's a billionaire and hangs with seth Gooden and all the big shots and so we put a private interview with that guy up today we talked to had him earlier and we premiered it in the mighty network to see what was going to happen because we're finally able to get you away From all that distracting, negativity, politically driven horseshit of Facebook. So, that's what we got you away from. So, you got to go to community.com contactmapping.com. Contact and take a look at it because you're able to get away from that. And Adrian doesn't like it when I cuss. David doesn't like it when I cuss. But I like it when I cuss because it, ma- it makes it land. And it, if you heard it bad, come to there and tell me that. But I'm going to tell you something right now. We are here to make you better human beings. As a result of being better human beings, you're going to be better network marketers. You're going to be better businessmen. You're going to be better the whole shot. So we're coming back right after this. Oh, that's the break. We're in the break. We're coming back to the show. So wait two seconds. And welcome back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault, and the one and only David Rutz. David, how do people get a hold of you?
1: Uh, The best way is email david at davidallencapital.com. David at allen. a-l-l-e-n capital.com or of course on facebook uh david rutz out of M- milford michigan milford michigan that's good one. i'd love
0: to live in milford michigan that's a pretty cool place <laughs> it's a
1: lot like longman huh so it's a lot I- like longman yeah
0: okay, i have to read this sexter he looks like a football player i can't understand why he played lacrosse can you ask him yeah, I'll ask him. <laughs> I love that. Those little is I just, every time I see Rutz, because he's this... You guys have got to meet him. He's built like he looks like a movie star. He's built like a pyramid. He weighs about 300 pounds of solid muscle, and he was a lacrosse player. Have you seen I, lacrosse played? I don't
2: no, know what he's.
1: No, I don't know what. Uh, you flip it. You flip it with your wrist. Eh? He, he's thinking of field hockey, I think, but that's all right. Cross hard? Is it a sporty? They, they hit each other
0: a little bit. Oh, they do? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I'm I'm <laughs> off. I don't even know what lacrosse is. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, he's in there. Maybe field.
2: you can play the catch with a little crossball
1: with the next we'll play a little lacrosse with
2: our with our limp
1: tossing <laughs> wrist
2: yeah
0: that's very cute so anyway um david having you on this show has been one of my i mean that's a bucket list deal for me i have got so much respect for you and all of you people watching he's a mentor to so many people and he's got unbelievable knowledge across all fronts of business, not just network marketing. So do reach out to him. And no matter what company you're in, this is a network marketer's network marketer. He understands the game, he understands how it's played, he understands why it's played, he understands what it takes to get to the top. So hook up with him and just meet him because he's, don't we
2: love him? Unbelievable, and you know, what I, what I really admire is that I think it's rare. You you are the total package. You're great at the front of the room. You are consistent in leading on a daily, weekly. You know, you show up day in and day out. You're there for your team. But the thing that I always notice about you is every time I'm around you, you are the guy who is out there making things happen for other people when nobody's looking, and that's really the sign of it. Don't you think?
0: Yeah, and you're doing it. You're washing. Not only are you
2: up there at the top
0: of the company, you're also down there packing the boxes and building the websites and doing everything that it takes. And I'll never forget about a month ago, one of your sites looked like terrible. And (laughs) you're going, and I didn't notice it because I don't even know what a terrible looking site looks like, but you did. And you've told this post, this does not look right. Don't do anything until I get this thing fixed. And you actually told your crew that because you've got that much integrity. You told them it wasn't right, it needed to be fixed, and then you went and fixed it, which doesn't happen. Everybody just waits and passes the buck. What I love about you, David, is man, the buck stops with you. And leadership, the recognition, the edification, what you do is
1: unbelievable. And thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate you both saying that. And Tom, I think you're the super glue of this industry, uh, not just in your company, but all over the industry. Adrian, you're following in dad's footsteps, but you're making them much larger. And uh, dad's now trying to catch up to you in many ways. I love the contact mapping app. Thanks for creating it and sharing it. And I know that's not the portion of the show, but I'm looking forward to seeing that community. It was a community that I was in a little training center that helped me overcome all the naysayers that I was recruiting because I had my community of people who believed. They weren't in my team, they weren't in my upline or my downline. They were the community, though, and we don't have those virtual train. I mean, we don't have those physical training centers, but we can have a virtual one. And I love the community you've built. I can't wait to get into it.
0: You're going to be building a mighty network on your own. I can. I saw you writing all that down when we were talking. I was I know. Done. that was so cute. But you know what? It's it's all it is, and if you guys ever wanna know what we correlate, everything, you know, you look at Alcoholics Anonymous. No leaders, everybody with a common problem, everybody with a common solution, sitting in there not judging each other, just loving each other to the solution. That's what we're trying to create. Across network marketing, across humanity, there is enough anger, there's an you know, let them have it. We wanna bring and leave love in, right?
2: It's totally right. And I think it's so much stronger when it's bigger than any one company, I think it's so much stronger when it's bigger than just network marketing. When you bring in, you know, a network marketer is going to learn from a guy who's in real estate, who's going to learn from a lady who's in insurance sales, who's going to learn from somebody who's in the nonprofit space, and we're going to bring these ideas together and we're all going to get stronger and better together and we're going to support each other and we're going to have fun when we do it and we're going to feel like we have a place to belong and all that stuff. That is. You, that's the antidote to fear that's the antidote to all the crap that is happening out there in the world right now that every time you go on you know normal social media or turn on the TV you're just instantly you're like you just tense up because the world is the world feels like a dark place right now if you are allowing those messages to come into you. But the, equally, the world is a beautiful, bright place if you know where to look and you're yeah. a part of that movement. And that's what we're trying to do.
0: In AA, they tell you to go to 90 meetings in 90 days. So what I want you to do is go to the contact mapping community group for 90 meetings in 90 days. 90 days in a row. Do You know why that's important? The election will be over. You will not be completely buried in all this absolute Whatever you call it, either side of the table, you're going to be immersed in people just trying to make the world a better place. And it starts with a guy like David Rutz. David at davidallencapital.com or find him on Facebook. There cannot be many people from Milford, Michigan. You'll find him. Put in search this. Put David Rutz and then put Milford, Michigan. Then put Salmon. Then put Lacrosse. And he'll show up. Love you, David, very, very much. Love you, too. Thanks for having me on the show, guys.
2: Love you. Next week, Jim Pat. Love you, too. Next
0: week, everybody. That was fun. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.